Hello, Help Club for Moms. My name is Deb. Wow, what a great two weeks we've been having learning about prayer. And guys, I want to talk to you about prayer. And I want to talk to you about going a little deeper in your prayer life with the Lord and thinking a little bit differently about that prayer life. But before I do, I want to remind you that we have some great principles for you to do with your children. Okay, this first one is about the Lord's Prayer. And it's all about... Uh, teaching your children the Lord's Prayer and making this little booklet. It's super duper sweet. So make sure that you print this out at myhelpclubformoms.com and teach your children the Lord's Prayer, okay? So that's what we're doing right now with with uh, prayer. But I also want to remind you that even though... Uh, no matter if you celebrate Halloween or not, it's fall and fall is all about pumpkins. And so we love talking about how how is being a Christian like being a pumpkin? And so you could do this little activity with your children all about uh, just how Jesus cleans out the inside. It's so sweet. And you can get this at myhelpclubformoms.com. It's two pages, so you have to print out both of them, okay? But we love giving you guys little ideas and little things to do with your children. Because guys, it is super duper important to teach your children about the Lord. And the Word of God even exhorts us in Deuteronomy. Let me read this scripture to you. Uh, it's, it's so good, you guys. It's Deuteronomy 6, and it talks about the fact that we are supposed to be passing on our faith to our children. So let me read this to you. It's Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give to you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. And guys, what that says is that as Christian parents, we are supposed to be teaching our children about Jesus. And so we have lots of tools at Help Club and we pray that you will use them. And I'm back here in my grandbaby's room. We had our grandchildren all weekend. This weekend, it was awesome, but it was exhausting. And so all of you moms are of young children, I'm praying for you and I love you and uh, keep going and don't get discouraged because it is so easy to get discouraged because um, being a mom of young children is exhausting, but keep going. Just pray to the Lord to help you and give you strength. Ask the Lord to give you what you need and he will help you guys. But just ask him. I, I know that there was a moment I was exhausted this weekend and I just stopped and I said, Lord, you've got to help me. <laughs> and uh, I, I sang worship with one of my little grandbabies uh, and I was just, she was up and the other one was still sleeping. And so I sang a worship song and I read, you know, I've read the scriptures before when I've had my grandchildren over uh, whenever they wake up uh, too early when I'm trying to have my quiet time and I just read scripture out loud with my grandbaby there. Just read it out loud, guys. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Maybe the Lord wants you to read that scripture over your children when they wake up, if they wake up early when you're having your quiet time. So that's just a little bonus thing uh, that I wanted to share with you today. But I'm in this room because I want to encourage you guys to remember to begin with the end in mind in your homes with your children and that you want to be doing things today that you'll be happy that you did 
uh, tomorrow. And so praying for your children, praying for your marriage, having a thriving relationship with Jesus Christ for yourself. You'll be so glad that you did that when you're my age. You'll be so happy that you invested your time, time into your relationship with Jesus. And that's what doing our Bible studies uh, day do. And what I always used to do is I would read the whole chapter of uh, like, so say there's a key verse here. So let's look here on this one on page, uh, it's identity in Christ. And there's a scripture, Ephesians 2 verse 10 right here. Okay. That's on our next session that we are uh, doing next time. But I would read all of Ephesians 2 and that's what I do. I, I always feel like I want to tell you guys that your, your most important part of your quiet time is your time in God's word. Our words are great. They help you go deeper. They help you to know how to apply it to your home and to your role as a wife and a mom. But guys, God's words are the most important words that you could ever read. And the word says that they're alive, they're active. They will speak to you in your own circumstances. Whatever you're going through, God's word will speak to you. So make sure you're reading God's word. And don't forget on our podcast, you can listen to the devotions on the podcast. They're so powerful there. And we also pray for your day on the podcast. Okay, I'm gonna talk a little bit about prayer. And I want you to think differently about your relationship with Jesus right now and about your prayer life. And I want you to think differently about how you enter in to communing with God and how easy it is to connect with God. And so uh, I'm going to pray right now. Father, I pray for every person listening to this video, watching this video, God, that they would know that you love them, that they would uh, know how to connect with you, that they'd know that their prayers matter, that you hear every one of their prayers. It doesn't fall on deaf ears. And God, that you are, you're, you're teaching them so many things while they wait for you, for the ones that have to wait for you. But God, that uh, they can trust you and that you love them. And so Holy Spirit, come give us all an encounter with you right now, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so I want, to, I want you to think a little bit about your relationship with Jesus for just a moment. And we're going to be we're going to be talking about prayer. But everybody connects with God differently, right? And I want you to think about yourself and how do I connect with God? So for me, I connect with God in the morning. I will sing a worship song and that is just like it helps me to really feel his presence and helps me to really connect with him. You might be someone who, as soon as you open up your Bible, you start feeling connected. And I do too. I read it out loud to myself. Um, I love it. And so it's powerful. Uh, and you might be like my husband. You connect with God in nature. Whenever he goes on a walk, he just feels God's presence. And he talks to God when he goes on walks. And he's so funny. I'll make him bacon and eggs in the morning. And he will he's so happy with bacon and eggs. And he'll say, God is so smart. He gave us chickens to make eggs and he gave us wheat to make bake, uh, to make bread. And it's just so good. And, and so he's, he just connects with God through nature. And some people connect with God uh, through wonder. And I, I think wonder, guys, wonder is a huge deal. Wonder is, is when you look up at the stars and you realize that God is so mighty and that he's so much more than you could ever know or understand. We will never understand everything about God. And wonder helps us when you, when you look at a baby and you realize God made that baby. God made that baby to sit right here and nurse and look up from the breast or, or behold, when you hold a baby and you give them a bottle, they look up at your face. You know, God is so smart where he put the mouth, even if you think about it and where he put the breast or where he put the cradle of your arms. That's wonder, wondering about God and praising him for his creation and the things that he's done. And 
And wonders, you know, making time for wonder is important where where you just take a moment to think about God and to think about all the things that he's done for you or to think about the stories in the Bible or to think about the beauty of the Psalms and just wondering about God. It, it, it is it, wonder is the gateway uh, to having more wisdom and more knowledge. You know, the word of God says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And when you wonder about God, when you talk to him and, and, uh, you, you just tell him how amazing that he is and that he's mighty and that nothing compares to him. And when you wonder about him, you are participating in the fear of the Lord because you're, you're, you're saying to yourself, I'm not God. Only God is God and he's mighty and he's amazing. Look what he did. And it, it ushers in, uh, wisdom and knowledge. And so I just wanted to share that with you guys and also to share just to you where you know that when you pray, you are sending a message forward to a time you will not see. You are sending a message forward to a time you will not see. Guys, when you pray, your prayers are outside of time, right? God is outside of time. And so your prayers are outside of time. And in the book of Revelation, it says that our prayers go to the altar of God. Did you guys know that? Let me let me read this to you. I love this. I found this one time and I was blown away at how, where our prayers go. And God talks, he, it was so amazing. And uh, so listen to this, okay? So this is a scene in heaven and it's Revelation 8, starting in verse three. Uh, actually, I'll start, in, I'll start in eight verse one because it's amazing. This is part of wonder, okay? When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. That's amazing. Silence in heaven. There must have been something going on in that in that uh, seal that was opened in the in the the scroll. Um, yeah, that's amazing. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. Another angel who had a golden censer, so a censer is like a fire pan, uh, like putting coals in. And it says he came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar before the throne. The smoke of the incense together with the prayers of the saints went up before God from the angel's hand. And then it goes on, but it says it right there that your prayers are on the golden altar of God. And guys, he hears every one of your prayers. Just because he's not answering doesn't mean he's not working. And if you think about that, that he wants to keep your prayers close to him. Think about that too. The altar of God is right next to him and he wants to keep your prayers close to him. And so don't give up on your prayers, but do align yourself with God. If there's something that you're praying about and you're not seeing an answer, it could just be a wait, right? Wait. God says that a lot, but it could be that maybe God wants you to turn to him and to let it go. Let go of a situation that maybe he doesn't want you to try to control. And so part of our prayer life is asking God God, do you want me, what do you want me to do in this situation? Do you want me to let go? Do you want me to hang on? Do you want me to do something? Because if you think about Sarah, right? Sarah and Abraham, God gave them a promise to have a child, but it took a while, right? After God gave them the promise that you're going to have a baby. And they were both old, old and well beyond having children. And so I think that they were starting to feel disheartened because Sarah wasn't getting pregnant. But what Sarah did was she took matters in her own hands and she gave her handmaiden to uh, Abraham to have a child. So they had a child, uh, Ishmael. But that wasn't a good situation. And that wasn't what God wanted. God wanted them to wait for Isaac. And guys, so much of the time, 
we need to really be cognizant about our prayers because we need to ask God, okay, God, tell me what to do today in this situation. Do I need to give it over to you? Am I holding any unforgiveness in my heart? Am I trying to control the situation? God, I give all these things to you. And Lord, let me let you work. Help me to get out of the way. God, that, guys, that's a big prayer. And I wanted to give you some other ideas for prayer. So I've already helped you to think differently about how you connect with God, like through nature or what else. But I want you, I want you to know that you can ask God questions. And when you ask God a question and he gives you an answer, you should write it down. Okay, if the God of the universe is speaking to you, write it down, right? And so write it down. And so, but listen to this question. Uh, God, show me the thing that I am not aware of that is in you. What is available in the other location for this problem? And so this is an interesting prayer. And I, I'm learning, I'm going to this uh, school and it's called the School of Divine Intelligence. And it's all about um, loving God with your mind. That's all it is. And they brought this question up and they said, you know, they said to ask God to show you the thing that 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 we are not aware of that is in him, right? That is available and then what is available in the spiritual realm, basically. So guys, I, I know that this, to some people, maybe this is a new teaching to you, but remember the spiritual realm was here first. The Bible says that in the beginning, the earth was formless and void, but God was already around. The Holy Spirit, God, Jesus, they were all around. They were there uh, before the earth was created. They were in the spiritual realm, where, which is where they are now, right? And um, angels and demons are in that realm, but there are things available to us that we can ask God for God. And this is just a different way of thinking about God. Okay. This is kind of a, a little advanced prayer, but I always want to encourage you guys to go deeper with God. So say, God, what is available to me that I'm not thinking about right now? What is available to me for this problem that I can find in you? What is available to me that you have already ready in the spiritual realm to, to come over to where I'm at God? And I know this might sound, if you're not used to praying like that, it could feel different, but it is all according to scripture and asking the Lord to give you that wisdom to know what is available because you might not be thinking the right thing. You might be thinking this is the way that things need to go, but God already has your answer. God already has what you need, but you need to ask him for his will and what he has for you to, to help you to know what it is to obey him and to cooperate. Because if you're like Sarah and you take matters into your own hands by just earthly things and the things that you can have access to on this earth, but God has a heavenly gift for you. Isaac was a heavenly gift. Isaac was something, they were, they were, I don't even know, 80, Sarah was 80, Isaac was like 100, I, I mean, uh, Abraham was like, I don't even know how old they were, they were old, way beyond having children, but God had a heavenly gift for Abraham and Sarah, and he has heavenly gifts for you that might seem beyond your reach, but our job is to stay connected to Jesus, ask him to show us what to do, ask him to help us to obey, and then ask him to do miracles and to bring those things that we might not have even thought of that he has for us. So that's just one way that you can think about God differently. Talk about these uh, with your friends or with your small group or with your prayer partner. Make sure you're praying with your prayer partner this week. Guys, it is life-changing to pray with a prayer partner. I pray with several prayer partners every single week because I need it. I can't go through my life without praying. And when I pray with a friend, it's so encouraging to me. 
And then the last thing I want to tell you, remind you guys that the retreat is coming up Saturday, uh, June uh, 11th. I think it's the 11th in 2022. And it's in Monument, Colorado at a beautiful little place called The Hideaway. We only have 120 spots because we want to keep our retreat small. It's an encounter retreat. You're going to encounter God. And so I want you to put that on your calendar. And I'm going to pray for you right now. And if you have any prayer requests, make sure you pray with your friend. Make sure you email us. If you need prayer, email us. We have a prayer team, admin at helpclubformoms.com. We would be honored to pray for you. So Father, I thank you for my friend watching or listening to this teaching today, that you will teach them through this time something that they will remember for the rest of their lives, that they would go deeper with you, that they would think outside the box uh, and remember that prayer is a weapon placed in their hands by Almighty God to achieve unusual results. God, that um, that they will not ever give up praying and that they will align themselves with your will and not try to do things on their own like Sarah did. God, that they would stay close to you and that they would obey you. Bless them. Expand their territory. Let your hand go with them. Keep them from evil that they might not cause pain and help them and give them everything they need. Uh, for their home, for their children. God, you've already given my friend everything they need for life and godliness. Just show them what those things are. Help them open their eyes to new ideas and new ways of doing things in their home that you have for them. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, thanks for being part of Help Club. We sure do love you. Bye-bye. Thank you.